it's my last day hey 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 yeah last day gotta go away mexico have some faith because i'll be back another day thanks for tuning in normando fm a 418 p.m cdmxst of course we are masters of the spoken word here on normando fm but we do dabble in the musical arts as well and that was an original ditty called mexico have some fey because i'll be back another day long title but that second part's the subtitle. It's in parentheses, so it doesn't count. And um, you know, just so many opportunities. I'm going to the land of opportunities tomorrow, you know? The United States of America, and especially LA, Los Angeles, where a good majority, and I'm not sure if you know this, listeners, but a good majority of the music and entertainment industry is centered in Los Angeles. And now that I have an original improvised song that you were just the first to hear, is there a chance that I get rich and famous tomorrow or the next day? Now that I'm gonna be living the American dream? I'm not sure, I'm not sure, but I might, I just might meet Quincy Jones in LA. Of course, if my friend Eli doesn't introduce me to him, I could find out where he lives. Eli knows, knock on his door, and just improvise a little ditty for him. Of course, I'd go with the demo tape, which is what you're listening to right now, especially the first 20 seconds of my little ditty. Mr. Jones just got to L.A. I got a demo. What do you say? I need some good pay. Hey, Mr. Jones, what do you say? Hey, Normancito here. Mr. Jones, nice to meet you. Thought I'd just stop on by and present here next financial investment myself. Could happen, could happen. There are just so many opportunities out there and we're ready to knock on doors and hopefully those doors are ready to, ready to be opened. Ready to be opened, but of course, that can't control that. Of course, Quincy might not open the door. You might not open the door. But 4.20 p.m., CDMXST. We're here from Broadcasters Park, what will be our final broadcast in Mexico. And it's bittersweet. It's bittersweet because I'd say when it's all said and done, we've probably broadcasted Let's see, let's say we broadcast three times a week for, for six months, that's 24, that's 48, that's 72 broadcasts from Mexico. Could that be true? Of course, not all of them are on Spotify FM. Before that, listeners, you might not know, before that, yours truly in ET, aka my sister station, we're broadcasting over on WhatsApp FM. Those are the lost tapes. If you can find those, that's a scavenger hunt. I know there are lots of different search parties here. One is finding, of course, that that mysterious grandpa figure who is the figurehead of this very podcast, another search party could go after the, the lost tapes of E.T. and Normando, because there are many, there are many. And I did try to recover them by buying a supposed WhatsApp recovery software from a man on the street who is selling bootlegged software, I guess. That would be his position. I, I'd have to check his resume for his official position, but. Uh, didn't work, believe it or not. $10 investment, no fruits to bear. But that's what happens. That's what us investors, we're used to that. You know, those of us who have Bitcoin, I won't include myself in that because I don't have Bitcoin. We're realizing that not all investments pay off. Some do, some don't. Bitcoin is going down right now because of another, uh, another famous guy, probably in LA. I don't know, maybe I'll run into him too. Show him the demo. Maybe he will be investing and searching for grandpa next now that Bitcoin's in the in the garbage, Elon Musk 
has, uh, has had some sketchy investment strategies, and I don't know too much about that, so I won't get into it, but um, in our premium content on, on, on Patreon, of course, you will get all of our investing, you know, our investing advice, experience, lack thereof, etc. So sign up, sign up on Patreon. Happy to provide you with that, with that material. So as I said, the last broadcast in Mexico, that's a guarantee. That's a Normancito guarantee. I will not be broadcasting tomorrow morning. I have an early flight that I booked yesterday. That pause was for dramatic detail because you might be thinking, Normancito, we are incredibly devout listeners to Searching for Grandpa. We remember when, back when you were considering which flight to purchase. It was actually, like many things for you, a source of stress. You were thinking, should I fly to Tijuana, Mexico, in a domestic flight and cross the border into San Diego before boarding a domestic bus to Los Angeles? Or should I just fly right to Los Angeles or right to San Diego? I, of course, chose the former. I bought months ago, not months ago, I bought it in Guadalajara, so it's probably about a month ago, a flight from Mexico City Ciudad de Mexico, CDMX, as we like to refer to it, to Tijuana for the date of, and let me check my calendar, May 19th, tomorrow. Tomorrow morning I had a flight. Yesterday, just by sheer luck, I checked my email, and in my email, there wasn't an email, and let's see if you can follow here. In my email, there was an email that said your flight has been canceled. If you'd like a coupon for your next trip, use this coupon code. Have a nice day. Sincerely, Volaris. Volaris was the airline that I had booked a flight with and an airline that we will not be accepting any sort of sponsorship deal. We've had, that was another email I had. After that one, I had another one. Normancito, we love your potty. Love your broadcast. We love your work. We love ET's work. We want to be business partners. You could take us to the next level. We're already flying, but you could take us to the moon. Valaris wants to partner with you and your podcast, Searching for Grandpa, to bring Valaris to more listeners. And I responded, really appreciate it, but no thanks. You canceled my flight like 15 minutes ago. How dare you have the audacity to then ask for a sponsorship deal? We're not desperate here. We're not desperate here on Searching for Grandpa. We will not do any sponsorship deals with Hertz, with Volaris, with Hinge. They're on our blacklist, okay? There's no way we're gonna sell our cells, sell our souls. That's harder than I'd think to say. That's harder than expected. Sell our souls to the, the corporation devils that have wronged us. We've been wronged by these companies and we don't want you to be wronged. You're our faithful listeners. You're basically family. Basically, basically. Don't get ahead of yourselves. But you're important in helping us find our family, of course, as part of the search team. The search party, we've got a better chance with you than without you of finding that elusive grandpa. The last thing we want is for you to have a flight canceled two days before. I had already done the check-in you know, Valaris almost had it right. I was excited to see that I could check in about 72 hours before my flight, because sometimes you forget. 
you forget to check in. You get there and they say, extra charge, you need to check in. Extra charge, you need to do this. Volaris gave you plenty of time to check in. However, they also canceled the flight, although you were checked in. You were checked into a canceled flight, sir. And that is not a flight you want to be checked into. In fact, when I called the customer service rep at Volaris, I said, hey, what's the deal? I said, oh my God, is this Norman Cito? I recognize that voice. I said, yeah, what's the deal? Que paso? You know, like, what's going on? Give me an answer. She said, well, first of all, are you calling so that we can, uh, we can start that incredibly lucrative sponsorship deal? I said, no, check, check your email. I already said, no thanks. Thanks, but no thanks, I think I said. Check that, I'm, ch I'm calling because you canceled my flight. I was checked into that flight. They said, oh yeah, you were checked in. Well, you can change your flight, do it online. I checked online, couldn't change it. You know why? Because I was already checked in. I was checked into a non-existent flight, okay? And I feel like that's almost, you know, that's a sort of, that could potentially be a psychological, we can make a psychological analogy here. You know, people really excited about even Bitcoin. You know, Bitcoin's not a real thing. Some people are so invested in something that doesn't really exist. Are they also checked in to a non-existent flight? Well, I guess the money they get from that investment is real. I'm not sure, but I was checked into a non-existent flight and this lady, after kind of being disappointed and heartbroken that I was not going to sponsor Volaris here on Searching for Grandpa. In fact, I'm issuing a strong, strong warning to all listeners. Beware, beware. Strange business practices over at Volaris. Um, she said, you know, I see that the flight's been canceled. I think you should be able to change your flight to a flight that hasn't been canceled, but strangely enough, I think you have to uncheck in before you can change your flight. I said, I can't uncheck in. I've already checked in. I was ready to go. I was mentally and emotionally prepared to leave Mexico the day of the 19th. Oh, this guy's whipping his dick out. He's peeing. This seems to be happening in lots of parks here in Mexico City. He's just peeing. I've got to move to a different corner because he's, he's about five feet away from me just pissing. You can probably even hear it. You hear that? That's a man peeing in the bushes. Okay, I'm moving. I'm moving to a bench in the shade. That'll be nice. Don't usually broadcast sitting down. I don't know if you knew that. I'm usually pacing when I'm broadcasting because I feel like my movement will translate to a pleasant listening experience, you know, more, more movement of ideas, which is something that we really, oh, see, now he's hugging this guy. He just, he just was grabbing his dick and peeing in the bushes, and now he's hugging this guy, and I can't imagine that he sanitized, washed his hands after he peed. That's, that's not hygienic. So our flight had been canceled. We had to uncheck in to a flight with the, the aid of, she was a very nice customer service representative. I, it's, a shame, it's a shame she's working for such a such a sketchy company like Volaris, but she checked me out and then I was able to th thus, uh, this, is, this is the crew here. Oh, they're doing something. I think the rest, he's, he's showing them where to pee. This is like a little peeing guy. So you guys need to pee? I, I, I peed in this bush. Check it out. It's like a, a pack of dogs, you know? One, one pees and they all pee. Um, who will have domination of Broadcasting Park? Of course, there's only one answer to that. It's Normancito. I'm broadcasting world's top podcast right now. They don't even know. They're just looking around. They're just looking around. World's top podcast right here. Being Magic is being made. Magic is being made. So after about 30 minutes of waiting, 
I was officially checked out, checked out of my flight. She said, you're now free to book another flight. Of course, within that 30 minute, 30 minute lapse, the only other flight that had been available for the morning of manana was now no longer available. I said, any flights for tomorrow morning? No flights for tomorrow morning, maybe tomorrow afternoon. Not sure. I said, you're not that helpful. Another reason why I will not consent to the sponsorship deal with Volaris. She said, sorry, sorry you think that way. I love your work. I said, thank you. I do appreciate that. I do appreciate a fan no matter where, no matter where they, uh, where they congratulate us, where in the world, what language, you know. I'm sure maybe in Africa at the end of the year, all goes, all goes well, the squidgy situation, squidgy financial situation is resolved. Where in Africa, we might have people congratulating us in Swahili. And we will take that congratulations. And of course, we will learn how to say thank you for listening. May God bless you. May Bob bless you. Of course, we don't really believe in God here. We'll, we'll learn that in Swahili and Zulu. We'd be happy to do so. It's the, it's the, the least we can do for our listeners. Um, so there was no available flight for tomorrow morning. Of course, I have commitments. I have to be in LA, not just to start my, my career in music, acting, and voice. You know, that's going to be that the second part of our LA trip. The first part is going to look up for Grandpa on, in top of Half Dome. We've got to get up to Yellowstone. We've got a good lead that he might be up there. I'm recruiting some more boots on the ground. Greg and Eli, old, fr old friends from home, are going to be helping to, I don't want to say lead, but yeah, participate in the search party for Grandpa in Yellowstone. Not Yellowstone. Which one is it? Which one are we going to? Yellowstone or Yosemite? not sure I hope they know <laughs> I hope I'm sure they do uh, I'm not driving you know they'll drive me to the park and then I'll, I'll let you know which one which, whichever one half domes in that's the one we're going to I can guarantee that but basically I'm on the phone with this lady she's saying you might not be able to get to Yellowstone or Yosemite in time to find grandpa and I said that's not acceptable hung up did my own research was able to get a flight being slightly creative, and this is where their customer service representative failed. She forgot to look at flights with layovers. So my flight tomorrow morning, the last, the, the one and only flight that I will be taking in Mexico, a domestic flight, will be leaving Mexico City at 8 a.m., arriving to Guadalajara at 9 a.m., leaving Guadalajara at 9.50 a.m., arriving in Tijuana at 10.30 a.m., Maso menos, I will be crossing the border by foot. You know, I'm excited for that. I actually do, I, I'm, I'm excited to see how that border crossing will go. Taking a bus from the border to LA where I'll be received warmly by an old friend, an incredibly talented musician named Eli. I will then potentially be, get my, be getting my first jab of vaccine some great food. I hear there are great tacos in LA. Very excited for that. I haven't, been in, haven't had tacos in a while. Get some tacos in LA. Meet up with our friend Greg as he arrives from his domestic flight Boston to LAX. Wake up Thursday morning and hit the road to Yosemite or Yellowstone. At this point in time, I'm not sure which. And that's new. I did know. I have been telling people. But for some reason, right now, I think it's Yosemite. I think it's Yosemite. But very excited. Um, bittersweet. That's what transitions are all about. 
if someone's transitioning in anything and they say, ah, oh, you know, my, this transition, it's just bitter, or this transition, it's just sweet. They're lying. All transitions are bittersweet by nature, by definition. Um, I've been in Mexico now for about five and a half months. I've learned a lot, I've lived a lot, I've loved a lot. I've had ups and downs, something in between. I've had new marinas found, explored, and, and enjoyed. I will leave Mexico with fond memories of the food, the people, the traditions, and the little way that they say yes with their, their index finger, doing the little index finger yes. Laughs. I might have cried. I think I probably have cried. I'm not sure when now, but it wouldn't surprise me. I definitely cried at least once every five months. And all of these things, I believe, have made me a better broadcaster. I've shared them with you. I've listened to your responses. I've taken into, into account your, your critiques, your advice, your reprimands. These guys just took my bench. And I've, I've grown, I've shrunk, and I've learned. So this is the Mexican recap episode. Thanks for staying tuned. We're just gonna cut to a, a, a quick, quick word from our sponsors. The Mexico recap episode by Searching for Grandpa is brought to you by Mexico. Sick of Volaris canceling your flight just two days before your trip? Ditch those motherfuckers for Mexico and excuse our French. And thanks for staying tuned. Now, I think the best way to go about a Mexican recap episode is to use an application that we will be happy to sponsor here. It's called Find My... Nope, it's not called that at all. It's called Find Penguins. I always want to say Find My Penguins for one reason or another, but that's just because of my greedish, my greedy Jewish ways. I want to take control of everything. Find my penguins, they're my penguins. No, it's just find penguins. It's a great application that helps those of us who are clueless and or affected by concussions. And of course, I have a long history of concussions. Three, I had three by the age I was, by the time I was six years old. Can you believe that? Three concussions. I think I was four, five, and six. One, two, three. Was dealt a tough hand from the very beginning. But Find Penguins helps those of us with memory issues resulting from concussions. Did I already say this? Did I already talk about this? I don't remember. But for those with memory issues, Find Penguins allows you to track your trip, to really remember where you've gone, where you've enjoyed, who you've gone there with, where you can create trips. For example, I have a trip called Mexico. The first day was December 5th. The last day will be tomorrow. Find Penguins tracks my route. Everywhere I've gone, Find Penguins knows about it. I can also upload pictures, yada, yada, yada. It's got some social media aspects to it that I do not use, believe it or not. Of course, I am pretty invisible on social media. Don't have an Instagram. I do have a Facebook, and I do not use my Find Penguins social media profile. But what I'm gonna do here to be able to properly recap is open up this very helpful and free application 
to remind myself where I've been, what I've done, who I've met, who I've met along the way. I see here it says the first stop was December 5th in Cancun. That, of course, is where I met our first very important character of this trip, a Mexican man by the name of Avracadabra. And Avracadabra, believe it or not, you might be surprised to hear, he was a character. He was unique. He was the first person, potentially the last person I'll ever meet, named Avracadabra. He did want to describe, he asked me, do you know what Avracadabra means? I said, yeah, it just means, uh, you know, it's, it's the word that they use for, for magic. It's what magicians use. You know, just like us broadcasters, we use the word just stay tuned. We use time zone, CDMXST. It's vocab of the trade, just like Avracadabra is vocab for magicians. He said, no, 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 it has nothing to do with magic. Avracadabra means literally, may what I be thinking appear. To which I replied, that sounds like a long-winded explanation, definition of magic. That's what magic is, making things appear, AKA magic. So I met Avracadabra at a hostel in Cancun, my first night upon arrival. I only stayed in that hostel one night as Fine Penguins is reminding me that the very next day, day, day one, December 6th, in Mexico, I was already on my way to Valladolid. Valladolid, of course, is right outside of Chichen Itza. I did see Chichen Itza, it was beautiful. We recommend, of course, for Mexican travelers to really take advantage of the unique archeological landscape that Mexico provides. And they do a good job of, you know, having, protecting and restoring these incredibly important sites, you know, sites of interest to all of, what's it called? A world humanity site? What are they, what is it called? World humanity patrimony sites? Something like that. Chichen Itza is one of them. We can also recommend Monte Alban. That's a really, really nice. Of course, when we were in Monte Alban, outside of Oaxaca City, we also met a character. We just overheard someone on Instagram comparing their online business to the temple at Monte Alban. She was saying, I can help you build something great. Text me down below, comment below. This is when she was doing an Instagram Live. Comment below and we can work on building something that you can be proud of, just like these people built, and this was when she was signaling this incredibly old 2000 year old temple, just like these people built something they were proud of, of 500 years ago. First, false, no it wasn't 500 years ago, it was over 2000 years ago. Second, I don't know if we should compare a temple built by an ancient civilization to their gods with your little Instagram project, however important that might be to yourself. So Monte Alban, Chichen Itza, Palenque, there are great archaeological sites, you know, there are some great Mayan stuff, there's some great Aztec stuff, um, all over Mexico, so check it out. And if you want more advice about traveling Mexico, hit us up, hit us up, searching for Grandpa on Instagram, you'll find us there, of course, smash that follow button, we will get you, I mean, I'll, I'll write up a guide right now, we could, for, for $2, $2.99, USD, you can buy Normantito's travel guide to Mexico. And ET, ET, this would be a good idea, wouldn't it? Travel guides? Of course, a big part of our broadcast, our podcast, we use those words interchangeably, of course, for new listeners. We use, we travel, okay? Of course, we're not doing this for fun, we're doing this to find 
a very elusive grandpa who has disappeared. Have you seen him? But along the way, we take in the sights because that's what grandpa would want. He's doing the same thing. We can guarantee it. He's soaking up the sun. He might be soaking up the sun right now in, in Tijuana before he crosses the border tonight, 12 hours before myself, and he ends up in Half Dome, hopefully at the same time for me to snatch him, you know? But we do have some knowledge here as experienced travelers, bilingual travelers at that, that I think you, that's right, you listener, talking to you, do you would like to have. We'd happily provide that with you because, of course, we want everyone to responsibly travel in a way that respects the local culture, the local people, the local food, you know, in a way that enriches your life the way it can, the way that travel can. And of course, travel's not the only thing to enrich your life. Not everyone has the opportunity to travel. So let's not be exclusionary here either. There are many ways to enrich your lives. Travel's one of them. Tuning in to E.T. Normancito here in Search of Grandpa's another one. So, very important, very important. Check Searching for Grandpa at Instagram.com. I think that's how you say it, right? For more tips, travel tips, guides, AV content, of course, the works, the works. So, day two, day one to three Valladolid, I went to Merida. This is where I met another important character, the pest control man. I was offered a job working to kill, to eliminate pests in Florida by a man that I met in Valladolid. Nice guy, nice enough. Knocking on doors and signing people up to kill pests. I actually considered this for quite some time and that might come as a shock to you all knowing that Normancito, Normancito, you don't even kill, you, you see a spider in your room you catch and release. The only bugs that you kill without a pang of guilt are mosquitoes because they're vectors for disease. Of disease or for disease? That's for you, English language listener, to tell me. That's, this is a test. So you say vectors of disease or vectors for disease? Because in Spanish, you're just gonna use day. You're gonna use day. But in English, do we translate that to for or of? I know the answer. Don't you for a second think that I don't know the answer. But do you? So, um, that's when I considered getting into the pest control industry. Why? The money. The money. And this is, this is where morals are often compromised. Lots of people massacre pests. And first of all, we shouldn't call them pests. Because that already gives them, that already justifies their, their massacre. We should call them what they are insects and rodents. I don't know if rodents actually were included. I think it was just insects. I hope it wouldn't be rodents. I would never, I mean, I, I would never even use a, a mouse trap without feeling like a bad person for years and years after. I thought I, thought I was no kill. I thought I was no kill. I'm just recovering, like, you know, in the basement looking at a, a mouse with his head chopped off. Oh, no. I'm freaking out just thinking about it. Um, but yes, I decided not to compromise my morals. I also thought that I, I didn't know about my squidgy economic situation, which I'm currently dealing with. At that time, I thought I was gonna be okay if I didn't work immediate, you know, from, from May to August in pest control. Um, but alas, I told the pest control guy later, I think when I was in Puerto Escondido, that I would not 
join him on you know his little SS for insects. Um, that was a little Nazi reference, a little Nazi joke there, which we of course are allowed to make as a Jew, a Jew, a J E U Jew. Um, and of course, the next stop after Merida, and this is for all you pervy listeners out there, this is when I did meet up with my first ever Mexican marina. That was DD. After a couple months, potentially, at least a couple weeks, I do not remember, of communication on a language app, language learning app, another good reason to, to learn languages, with a one DD from Mexico City, I saw her in the flesh in Campeche. Said, oh, is that right next to Mexico City? No, listener, check a map. Campeche is very far away from Mexico City. Didi was on vacation. A very stressful vacation, but a vacation nonetheless, where she decided to meet up with yours truly, Normancito. You might be asking, oh, is she is she getting into podcasting? Does she was she gonna interview you as you know a famous podcaster recently arriving in, in Mexico to release what could potentially be up to 72 podcasts from her native land. No, Dee Dee wanted the dick. She wanted the dick. And I fortunately was able to give it to her. This was before I had any or any 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 of my dick problems. Uh, of course was I later diagnosed with HSP, highly sensitive penis disorder, HSPD. I think it is HSPD, highly sensitive sensitive penis disorder, um, which would, of course, affect my, my, my penis in the form of chafing. I then was diagnosed with dick mollusks back in Guadalajara. Those were promptly zapped off my penis before the, so promptly that the Novocaine didn't even kick in. I was getting zapped. Oh man, that was crazy. That was crazy. But DD... Luckily, just squeezed in right before any of those problems hit, the, hit this, this FAMA broadcaster. DD had just, uh, what, was, what was the deal with DD? Well, DD had planned an incredible trip to a couple different sites in Campeche. A brilliant, brilliant girl. She wanted to do some investigation, also search for grandpa, over in Calakmul, which is another incredible archaeological site in southern Mexico. Hertz rent-a-car didn't allow that to happen. Of course, they canceled my reservation. They still accepted my money, accepted my reservation, just to later tell me the day of that, no, we don't have the car. If you can try to get your, your reembolso, what's that in English? Your return, return of money, refund, but we can't even guarantee it. And that's again why we will not be endorsing Hertz on this on this on this program. It will not be in our travel guides. We did have a good experience with National Rent-A-Car, which we'll tell you about later. Just one good experience, but they were they seemed trustworthy. So if you're looking for a car in Mexico City or in Mexico, go with National Rent-A-Car. DD, the second night that I was with her, and just by luck, sheer luck, we had, oh, this is a little dog. Hey, little guy. Hey, are you guys tuning in? You guys tuning in? 
They're tuning in live and direct. That is as live and direct as it comes. These dogs are, I mean, they're welcome here in Broadcaster Spark. Of course, normally we accept FMA broadcasters and... Oh, oh, little barker, little barker, and dogs. Of course, that's the national dog of Mexico. That's a chihuahua. That's a chihuahua. You can identify that bark. That's our, that's our other podcast. We just listen to, we just record dog barks, and we say, do you know what breed that was? That was a chihuahua. Next. You know what that was? That was a great, a great Dane, the deepest bark in the dog kingdom. So, although Hertz didn't make it happen, and against all odds, DD and I had a great time together. Uh, did we though? I think we did. The second night, first time I'd gone out since the beginning of the pandemic to a bar, a socially distanced bar, where I danced reggaeton with DD, later kissed her, and then later went back to our dorm room. And you might be thinking, a dorm room? Oh, what terrible luck. Where are you going to continue making out with this girl and seeing whether it can go any further. Well, listener, this was a surprise to all of us. The dorm room was a two-bed dorm. The luck was on my side. DD and I enjoyed our privacy to the fullest, wink, wink. Also, we had a great time listening to some Mexican music after enjoying our time together. No, well, we're still enjoying our time together, but just, just after dumping, after I dumped spuds on DD, Actually, I think that first night I never dumped spuds. Because I do remember the, the second night we had sex, the dumping of spuds was long and, and drawn out. It was a double dump of spuds. You know, once you got all those pent-up spuds, you got, you got two loads to dump. Our, our, our male listeners and our squirting female listeners will understand this. So, great time in Campeche with DD. It was really fun to go out again. It was fun to drink, and of course it was fun to dump spuds. That was Campeche. We then went to Palenque, where that was where we met Henke. Why'd we meet Henke, you might ask? Well, oh, I never got into Tommy Marvelous, the first DJ we met on our trip. And of course, Tommy Marvelous was known for uh, being a, uh, the only other guest in the hostel in Merida where he was rapidly radicalizing in his bed, doing research all day. Research into what? Of course, conspiracy theories, which he would tell us over breakfast. Oh, yesterday I researched about Bill Gates wrote a book with the guy from the chocolate factory, and they said Elon Musk has chips in his brain, but they're not the popcorn chips or the potato crisps. They're mind-controlled chips. and so. Those were the types of talks we had with good old Tommy Marvelous, who also, and ladies, you'll be happy to know, Tommy Marvelous, he is looking for a girlfriend. In fact, he said, hey, in Mexico, I came to look for a girlfriend, but I ain't know all girls were me too radical feminists that hate men. I don't have Brad Pitt good looks, and I don't have a lot of money. Where do you think I can find a girlfriend? Of course, I wasn't able to help Tommy Marvelous out. And I don't think anyone will be able to help Tommy Marvelous out. And if you're listening, Tommy, smash that subscribe button. Actually, nah, I don't, uh, nah, nah, this is where we have to be selective. Of course, 
we're looking for as many people on the ground as we can in the search party, but we do want to have a, a cohesive search unit. Do we really want a Tommy Marvelous in that unit? I don't think so. So Tommy Marvelous, you can tune on out. You can tune on out. It was a pleasure meeting you, but this is where it ends. Tommy Marvelous, of course, was a character in Merida. In Palenque, we, we met a couple characters. We were just in a little, a little hut in the middle of the woods. We could hear the, the howler monkeys at night. Very interesting, very cool, beautiful archaeological site. We met a Colombian woman who was very nice. We had a nice long talk with a Colombian woman one day. And later that night, actually that afternoon, we booked a, a tour down to Yachitlan. And of course, check the Mexico tour, tour information at searchingforgrandpa at instagram.com backslash searchingforgrandpa dot instagram.com We will have our travel guide information there. We do recommend Yaxitlan Bonan Park. Just don't go there during the pandemic because they're closed. They still sell tours, but they're closed. I did not know that. I booked the tour. I was getting up early the next morning. It's getting ready for bed. Gone out for a quesadilla. Got invited to sit down next to a couple guides. I had met this guide. I had a, a quick talk with a guide when I first got to Palenque. Just a nice young dude. Um, showing me this rat sort of animal that I guess is everywhere in Palenque. I saw hundreds of them. Oh, that's nice. She's walking down the street singing. That's nice. Sounds, a very, like, sounds like a very bittersweet song. Maybe she's transitioning to something too. Um, we were getting ready for, no, we were, we were eating our quesadilla. We got invited over to a table of drunk guides and right as our quesadilla came, everyone stood up and started to fight, including someone grabbed a bottle. I was about to throw a bottle at the guy. It's just an argument. Just people calling each other motherfuckers. I didn't know why. Of course, I came in late, but it was just, you're a motherfucker, you're a motherfucker, you're a motherfucker. And then they all stood up. I, of course, was, I took my quesadilla to another table. I watched them fight a bit. I might have taken a video. Thought it was kind of funny. A little bit sketchy. No one got hurt. You'll be pleased to know. And I went back to my little hut, ready to go to sleep, and I got a text from the Colombian who was there. I didn't say this, but she was there with her wife, the lesbian couple. She texted me saying, hey, remember how I said everyone should go with the flow and how we agree that people, because that's what we were talking about earlier in the day, people should go with the flow. She said, remember how we were talking about how people should go with the flow? Why don't you come, why don't you go with the flow and come to my room, get some drinks with me and my wife, and then just see what happens, winky, winky face. So that was what was going to be potentially my first threesome experience. Did it end up being a threesome experience? No. Why? Because the Colombian girl, it was weird. You know what? It was weird. I don't need to get into this. I don't need to do such a detailed recap. But basically, the Colombian girl and her wife, who looked exactly like a grown-up Annie, I thought, I thought she was going to burst into song at any time and tap her little red shoes. She, uh, we, didn't, we didn't have sex. We didn't do anything. We just smoked weed, and she, she blew the weed into my mouth through her mouth. It was strange. After Palenque, let's see. Yaxilan Bonampak, Palenque. These are all places I'd recommend. And, of course, you can get more information on our Instagram. I went to San Cristobal. San Cristobal is where I celebrated New Year's Eve. It was an incredible celebration of life, of years, of the 2000s, the 2020, becoming 2021. It was just an incredible, oh, that's also where I celebrated Christmas. Who did I meet when I celebrated Christmas? 
nope, not Jesus. D.B. Of course, the 24th of Christmas, I met a good Christian herself, D.B. Not too good of a Christian. She does strongly believe in premarital sex. Although she also strongly believes in no birth control as a good Christian would. So she's, she's conflicted. She's conflicted with her religion, which is okay. We all are. We all are. Hey, we've been there. We've all been there. So met D.B., and of course, DB would become a very, very recurring character here on SFG, Searching for Grandpa. For new listeners, SFG equals Searching for Grandpa. And we are going to have some new listeners, potentially from the Carolinas. So if you're listening to this from the Carolinas, welcome. Of course, we now have at least one listener from, I believe, North Carolina. Although, I don't think it really matters. I think they like to be grouped together. It's just the Carolinas. Correct me if I'm wrong. And of course, check us out on social media. You guys could come down here and hang out with your friend in Mexico. You might be saying, how could I do that? Where should I go? What should I do? What should I see? Check out. This is a helicopter. Check out. Searching for Grandpa on Instagram.com, where you'll have all that sort of travel guide information from yours truly, Normancito, and E.T. E.T., of course, let's not forget, E.T. knows Mexico. He's been here. He appreciates it. He loves it as much as the next guy. So... Welcome to the broadcast. Welcome to the broadcast equals podcast, okay? This is, this is searching for Grandpa Lingo. Um, DB would become a very recurring character here on SFG, and she continues to be a recurring character in our lives. We're still in pretty constant contact with her. She just sent me a song uh, about two hours ago. I did not answer because I was talking to my, my shrink. Of course, it's important, listeners to appreciate the bittersweetness of any transition. But if you're feeling, and as I said in my last episode, cynical or pessimistic about things, well, health professionals, mental health professionals specifically, I don't know if, a, if a, you know, an eye, ear, and nose doctor will help you with your pessimism, but maybe a shrink will. So I had a good talk with my shrink. She owed me an appointment because I sent her two books, and each book cost what she charges for for an appointment, mostly because the shipping costs were steep, 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 steep. Check out our travel guide. We'll tell you cheaper ways to send things home from Mexico. Um, so we had a, this is where in San Cristobal we celebrated Christmas, New Year's, and friendship because that's where, of course, I kind of joined a little traveling group. People who had met each other in hostels, of course. We talk about hostel fatigue, but hostels are oftentimes incredible places for people, like-minded people, and what's even better is people, different-minded people. How come we talk about like-minded people so often, but we don't talk about different-minded people? You know, you almost never hear that said, different-minded. Oh yeah, I really like that guy, he's so different-minded. Why isn't that a good thing? We respect diversity. We appreciate it. We love it. We learn from it. It comes in all different forms. People with different backgrounds are going to have different minds. That's good. We can grow from that. We can learn from that. In fact, the Carolina man and I, you know, the, our, our main listener from the Carolinas, in fact, he has an SFG sticker on his water bottle. He's walking around with that held high. He's drinking water and proudly displaying to the world that he's an SFG listener and a main member of the search party. 
we have different different of opinions, many different opinions. We talked today a lot about politics, etc. Politics and etc. We had different opinions on both subjects, but we still respect each other. We can learn from that. So I'm going to finish off this recap. Of course, San Cristobal. That was day 25. I'm now on day 166 or so. But this recap is taking a long time. So now we're going to go into just general terms, okay? I'm not going to bore you with the details. If you want details, if you're coming to Mexico, you can get them. You know where? www.searchingforgrandpa.instagram.com, okay? We've said that, okay? We're not going to repeat ourselves, so stop asking. I've, I think I've torn or at least strained a little muscle in my chest. This is a recurring problem I have. It feels like I have heartburn, but it's muscular. It's really annoying. It really is. I think that's going to be healed in Yosemite or Yellowstone. When I'm out there, won't be lifting weights. You know, I'm going to take a break from the gym. Probably I should have done a while ago to let this heal. And I'm going to, I'm going to focus on my mind, spirit, and body, and especially on my chest. Hopefully that will heal. So an overall recap of Mexico. It was a great place for me to continue doing what I love. That's, of course, talking to all you. It helped me think about what I want to do with my life. Same answer. That's be right here with you. It made me realize that I have different expectations from life. That I not only enjoy traveling, but I also enjoy stability. I not only enjoy fun and lighthearted moments, especially with friends and meeting people that are like-minded and different-minded, but I also enjoy more serious ventures that could help make the world a better place. I've had ups and downs here in Mexico. The ups have been sitting around a table with, you know, three different birthday cakes, high as fuck, with the Mexican, my Mexican family in Puebla, as they sang me songs in Spanish that I did not know for about 30 minutes, and then slammed my head into cake. That was one of the highs. Another high was getting to know people from places like Canada, Norway, Mexico City. People from all different backgrounds, all different socioeconomic classes. Jorge, you know, spending a day with Jorge in his Mercedes convertible at the swankiest places in Mexico City, but also spending time with my Puebloan family as they sold vegetables and fast food out of their homes. Laughing and loving time spent with, with my blah blah car drivers. <laughs> trying to think of who else I've met. Uh, I actually did have a good time with, you know, my blah blah car driver. Talk about diversity. You know, Russian born, Mexican raised blah blah car driver. Even has a Spanish name, Luna. Spending time in, in places that are often overlooked and given a bad reputation like Michoacan, which is home of 
some of the best, most original ice cream in Mexico. Trying mushrooms for the first time in the mountains of Oaxaca, being served a mushroom tea by an elderly woman who said, I'd like you to take half of this, see how you feel. If you feel okay, take the other half. Let me know if you'd like more. Let me know if you're uncomfortable and have a good trip. Drinking pulque in a pre-Hispanic, pre-Spaniard drink, prehistoric fermented drink, drinking it with Vic the Bloke from Tlaxcala on a Tinder date where she served me a pint of pulque and a bowl of catfish soup. She was kind of a catfish. She was kind of a catfish. She was, uh, yeah, kind of a catfish. And also eating with her an ice cream sandwich where the sandwich part was literally two pieces of bread. Dancing reggaeton, once again in Puerto Escondido. Mixed in with cumbia. A couple house songs that I always fucking complained about. But mostly reggaeton. A little dirty dancing, a little clean dancing. Meeting, I think her name was Gabriela. An indigenous person from La Selva La Candona on the Guatemalan border who was a tour guide. One of the few female tour guides from her village. Knowledgeable. Mm, wouldn't have been a, wouldn't have been a great, great, great broadcaster. She was a, a woman of, of very few words, which you'd think, ah, not a great tour guide either, but she knew the sights. She knew the sights. Took me to a couple waterfalls. Said, okay, here's a waterfall. You can spend five hours here. Said, ah, I think let's, 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 Let's do 50 minutes. So these were special moments shared with special people and I'm better for it. I hope you all feel the same way. Um, we're excited for the next phase, the next part of our journey. We're excited to, you know, excited and a little bit anxious, a little bit stressed. Of course, a lot of that, st that stress comes from the squidgy financial situation. Um, we're not really sure what lies ahead. We're not sure if we will be if we will be impoverished at the end of the year or filthy rich because of your support on Patreon. We're just not sure. But that's okay. No one is sure and that's what I want to emphasize here. No one really knows what they're doing, listener. And if you don't know what you're doing, well, join the party. Join the search party. Smash that subscribe button. We don't either. We're doing the best we can. Okay? And I think that with this Instagram culture, and of course we do want you to follow us on www.instagram.com. Don't know if you ever heard of the site. I particularly, I personally don't use it, but don't listen to these Instagrammers that say that they have it all figured out, that they're living the best possible life, yada, 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 no cares in the world. It's not real. None of us know what's going on. This is an adventure. Adventure have ventures by definition uh, I don't know I should check the definition actually but I think they include good things and bad things so that's okay join the party we're in this together I haven't gotten into basically anything said by our our stoner sister station ET I'm kidding of course I do remember how 
ET has been getting a little bit of backlash over at the home front about his use of, of cannabis. And we agree that's unwarranted. It's unwarranted. Uh, of course, there are some things that you might forget, like cups of teas on the counter. But there are pros and cons and everything. That's one little, one little price to pay. One teabag price to pay. What does a teabag cost? You know? For creative inspiration that might have, you know, created an incredible amount of, of new customers over at HS Designs, ET's entrepreneurial project, one of his many. So we know that ET does not abuse cannabis. We don't think that many people do, of course. I would be, I would be open to getting high pretty soon. I haven't, I haven't smoked in a while. I really haven't. But this episode has been... This is the Mexico recap episode. That's what it is. And that's what I think it needed to be. Um, I mean, I've been here for almost six months. And of course, you've been with me every step of the way. We appreciate that. I mean, I think our first episode here on Spotify, FMA, was my journey to Tlaxcala, part one, where I went to go see Vic the Bloke, a tinder catfish who lived many kilometers away from where I was and where I pretty much immediately said, I don't think I'm very physically attracted to her. I don't think I want to, you know, have sexual dumping intercourse with her. I was forced to stay, regardless, in a bang motel where I potentially contracted dick mollusks due to its anti-hygienic practices. We're not sure. But I am trying to be as open as possible and as flexible as possible in my thought process, not in my plans. That's what the, the Volaris customer service rep was saying. She's like, oh, why don't you be a little bit flexible? Why don't you go to, why don't you go to Los Angeles in four days? Like, no, I need to go tomorrow. I can't be flexible with that. I'm very flexible in my, you know, in my mental perspective of life. I, I try to go with the flow as much as possible. That's actually not true. That's not true. I don't always go with the flow at all. I do try to plan things that need to be planned, etc. But we've learned a lot here. Oh, very attractive. Are they coming into the, F are they coming into the, the broadcaster's park? Come on in, ladies. Very attractive couple of ladies here walking around. We're, and this is encapsulated in the word bittersweet, we're at the same time happy to see what awaits us back in our home country, the United States, and sad to be leaving this beautiful country south of the southern border. We're happy to know that we can always come back here and that we will come back here and that we've left lasting relationships down here that we value and cherish. We're happy to know that we have an invitation to participate in the famous Chiles and Nogada Festival here in August in Puebla to help out our Mexican family with the preparation and co competing in that very prestigious festival. We're sad that our squidgy economic situation might not allow that. We're happy that there will be other years where if it's not this year, it can be next year. So lots of happiness, lots of sadness, but that's pretty much life in a nutshell. So we're gonna sum up this broadcast with a very simple message to our listeners. We're not here to give sermons. We don't know more than anyone else 
how to navigate this thing called life. But I think that we're stronger together. So join our Patreon page, support the cause, $5 a month. You can support this. We can do this together. We can do it. Fund our next trip. Let's go, okay? That's it. Normando Femme reporting live and direct for the last time for now from Mexico. Holy shit, I'm getting emotional. I might cry. This might be, this might be the tears, but Normando Femme signing off from Mexico City. It's 5.17 p.m. CDMX ST. Thanks to the Mexican people for letting me spend some time with you your food, your culture. Thanks for teaching me how to say yes just with one finger. Thank you for, for giving me this opportunity. And thanks to all you, our listeners, for joining us on this search for Grandpa.